What do the political views of a 12th grade girls and boys say? A whole lot. I'm looking at this and I am fascinated. So there's been this ongoing survey done since the 1970s and it basically looks at the political landscape of seniors in high school and what they think, believe, and it gives us a sense of the trajectory in the years, months, and even weeks to come after they graduate college. And here's what's interesting. In the most recent of the Monitoring the Future survey, high school boys are two times as likely to identify as conservative than liberal. So in other words, more boys in high school who are seniors, they're more conservative than they are liberal, two times more likely to be so. And the same for girls, but flip it on its back. High school girls are two times more likely to be liberal. This is interesting. And this has been a trend that I've even seen over the last year among young women, where ever since the overturning of Roe versus Wade, young women are becoming increasingly more radicalized when it comes to abortion, so-called feminism. And it's interesting because as this occurs, men are stepping over to the side and they're stepping over again. And many of whom are stepping out of the dating game as they get into their 20s and early 30s. And it's fascinating. So what's happening is as women become radicalized, men in some respects, you could say so too. I think it's interesting, and I think it's good that men are leaning toward more family value type of political views, but what's unfortunate is I think that part of this is that you're seeing a lot of teen boys who, while they're leaning toward more uh, family-centered views at the same time, I think you've got a little bit of this kind of ticked-off conservative mindset occurring among young boys. And I'm seeing it. I really am seeing it. And so while it's a step in the right direction at the same time, we don't want this embittered generation of young men that we're seeing occurring who are stepping out of the dating scene. And so I think we need to talk about a little bit of the antidote here in a few minutes. But it is interesting because I was even looking at polls from NBC from last year. And if you compare this to some of the reports with this Monitoring the Future survey, Generation Z has been favoring liberalism over conservatism by a 48 to 33 margin. Now, if you look at the trend with high school boys, though, being two times more likely to be conservative than liberal, and then the opposite with girls being more likely to be liberal than conservative, it's interesting because... I, again, I think boys, this comes to a deeper issue, though, not just family values. It comes to the issue that young men are sick and tired of being canceled. The cancel culture that has been occurring in the media that is mainstream and talked about by the majority of Americans now or people in the West began with boys being canceled. And you could argue girls being canceled, too, with abortion, but it wasn't the same thing. Boys have been canceled for decades. Just start off with a zero tolerance policy. Start off with a very female-centered approach to education. Boys are sick of it. And as they get into the years where they're thinking more and more, they're about to head out on their own, or at least I hope they're thinking more, they're sitting here saying, you know, no, I'm sick of it. And I think that's why there is this little bit of a ticked off perspective that can be dangerous. 
but they're also leaning against what they're seeing in the culture, which is a radically feminized education system and a very broken down mindset with regard to marriage. Boys want to experience real sacrificial love. Boys want to get married. And it'll be really interesting to see in the years to come what happens. I was actually looking, this is how I found out about this study on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. A rapper and podcaster, you may know him by the name of Zuby, commented, and I thought it was very keen. He said, I predict because of this, more American men will be seeking foreign brides in the future. He said, get your passports, bros. And this made me laugh because I actually think this has already been occurring. I think that many men for decades now, for decades, really since the 60s, who are sick and tired of the quality of Western American women, have already been seeking spouses in different cultures where they have respect, cultures where respect for men are still upheld, and respect for family values. That's significant. Respect is important when it comes to family values, and respect for men is fundamental. The bottom line is, is that what's interesting about all of this is that a lot of the studies coming out right now about women and who women are interested in marrying, women find conservative men more attractive and conservative men are the men that they want to marry. What does this mean? Well, gentlemen, listen up. You're getting the right perspective if you are holding to a sense of integrity, family values, and faith. But if you're leaning into a conservative mindset that is strictly focused on politics that don't focus around faith and family, and you're just enjoying the combative, manly dimension of it, well, that's not exactly what women want. What women want are men who have a sense of leading, protecting, providing, who have a sense of integrity, virtue, honesty, faith, integrity with regard to sexuality. Even if women are saying and flaunting one thing with their bodies, they actually want a man who, guess what, respects them and has family values in mind. But what's interesting is that it very well may be if men can keep control of their perspective and their use of pornography, and have a sense of sexual integrity. It can actually be the well-valued men that can help in leading to a reversion of women to the great value of motherhood and sexual integrity. Gentlemen, dig into your faith because you will present yourselves as rather attractive to the women who are already saying you're the type of guy they want to date and marry, but they just can't quite get around to understanding that they need to change their values too. So as we see this prediction, and it's not a prediction because it's factual, the fact that women or girls who are 18, 17, 18 seniors in high school are two times more likely to be liberal and 17, 18-year-old boys, seniors in high school are two times more likely to be conservative, there's a clash of ideas here. There's a clash when it comes to whether or not people will marry, whether or not people will agree or disagree. I'd be interested to actually hear from 17 and 18 year olds if they would marry someone with different political views today. Because for me, I actually wouldn't. I think that's a hard, fast stop. And I really held to that early on. I'm always just fascinated when people can actually get married and have radically different political views, especially when it comes to marriage and family. But today, I'm wondering if that's something people can still engage in. 
it used to be, you know, you hear maybe about grandparents or one person is Republican, one person is Democrat. I don't think you see that as often today. I really don't think you will. So I'd be interested to hear from these young men and women who are talking about their political views going into the future about whether or not they would be open to marrying someone who more than likely has a radically different worldview on politics. And not just politics, but that falls into religion, marriage, and so much more. So it is a really fascinating conversation. I will be interested to see how this plays out. The bottom line is, is that we can't ignore how influential the overturning of Roe versus Wade has been on young women. The radical pro-abortion agenda has been viscerally attacking motherhood. Just read any article, even the articles, mainstream articles. You could read the Washington Post, New York Times that share the fantastic news. And they don't present it this way. I am about a woman who was turned away from getting access to have an abortion. She's turned away. She doesn't have the opportunity to have the abortion because the law has changed in her area because of the overturning of Roe versus Wade that made it so that states can change their laws. But then the article presents this negative perspective. Yet at the end of the day, you read the story and this couple got married and they had their baby. And I see a good side to it. Yet all the article wants to try and say is that this was terrible. Yet that's not what the testimony of this young couple says. How do you fix it? Number one, we need to promote masculinity with integrity and men need a mentorship versus a ticked off conservative mindset that I could see brewing. Instead, we need something that's very virtue and family centered and skill centered to help men to become leaders, protectors and providers. But for women, what needs to happen? Well, the feminist lie is the feminist lie. We need to tell women the truth about their bodies and motherhood. We need to validate the desire for married life and motherhood from a young age and continue to foster it and not allow it to be stifled by the culture. And let me tell you this, it is being stifled by the culture at the age of 13 and 14 years old. We need to be combative already at that place. But instead of focusing on just responding to all of the negative content out there attacking motherhood, let's focus on the beauty of that desire for motherhood. Let's expose young women to babies. Not that they have to babysit or anything like that, but let them delight in babies. Let them enjoy the idea of marriage rather than it being blotted out by the culture. And I think that this whole conversation isn't going anywhere. We need to have it. And it is a Catholic conversation because it is the Catholic worldview upholding faith, family, virtue, integrity that is going to change the trajectory of what is happening today.